between ten and twenty thousand. They just got a hundred thousand subscribers to their YouTube. So, like the Lipa Schmelzer interview, got ninety thousand because everyone. No, he 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 um, it's a story of Chuva. Like he he was struggling a little, and he spoke about that. You don't have a stick? No, no, I'm just going to go like this. No, no, yeah, at us. A conversation. We're having a conversation and people happen to be listening in. If you happen to see me looking at the cameras, or at my phone, it's just because I'm looking at the time and I'm looking just to make sure everything's recording. Amen. So let's talk about the beginning for the rubs relationship with Amuna. Does the Rav remember the first time that he really felt connected to the concept of Amuna? הייתי בפונרת את אבא תל אביב וקיבלתי בבק מהצבא איתו ששירתתי ואז נפל מסוק בחרמון ונפטרו חברים שלי וקיבלתי בברק the beginning of my relationship was I was learning in the University of Tel Aviv. At that time, the rabbi wasn't from, and uh, the rabbi previously served in the army in the special rescue unit called 669. He got a telegram telling him that a helicopter fell at Mount Hermon, and friends of his passed away, and he needs to come because it's a day filled with funerals for friends of the rabbi. <laughs> I came, there were several funerals that day. It's not new for me to see dead people. <laughs> that was what I did in the rescue unit. I took people who were wounded severely, I took dead bodies. On my hands, I used to lift up their bodies. Nothing new to me. The 
שבאתי ובגש ונו תפילין, אמר לי, תדע לך, אני כל יום בכיתי בדמעות שלי בן תלן בן חכם. passed away of blessed memory, I started thinking, what is the concept of death? And no, it's a gift from heaven that I got this thought. When I came, after I started doing my process of truth to my father and asked him for tefillin, my father told me that he cried every single day that he'll merit to have a son who's going to be a Talmud Chochem, a Torah scholar. I sat with myself and started thinking. שנתנה לי מפני בחיים שלי, שחשבתי, אני גם פעם אמות. זה המחשבה, כל העולם הזה כיבד צבא אמיתי. That thought, it, was made this, it made this whole world receive a real color and a real flavor. The whole lie of this world disappeared. I thought to myself, what am I doing in this world? In order to eat. In order to collect money. in order to have respect and honor. When a person dies, he worked and worked and worked and everything remains here. So it's a complete life. Okay, so I thought to myself, and I said, okay, I'm going to be a really big professor. But it's the same thing, even though I will get my degree, eventually a person's going to die. What, am I going to take my diploma of being a professor with me? I thought to myself, this whole world is lying, all that light disappeared with that thought. So I thought to myself, so what am I doing in this world? I thought, I thought that's not a very nice one. I thought to myself, if there is a creator, I'll speak to him and he'll answer me. I said to the creator, I know that I can't see with my own eyes. But if you are this world's landlord, if you're the master and creator of the world, I'm going to ask you for things, and I want you to answer me, because you're the master of the world. Ask me. 
There's many things that I asked for. Every single thing I asked for, I received. Because the Creator knew that my intention was in order to believe in Him. In the book, The Universal God of Amuna, I wrote several examples of the things that I asked in those times. That's when I started believing in the Creator of the world. And I started speaking to him all day long. I got up in the morning and I said, Creator of the world. I, I called him by that name because I didn't know he had any other name. That's all I knew. So I called him Creator of the world. Creator of the world, thank you very much. Thank you for giving me another day. I sat to eat, thank you for the food. I had a test in university and I said to Hashem, I said, Creator of the world, you know what questions are going to be written on the test. So help me learn those questions and get a hundred on the test. In short, from that day till today, I live all day long with the Creator. So for someone who, who, who's yearning for that type of relationship with Hashem, but they get stuck in this world, it's so easy to get stuck in this world, whether it's, it's with their parnasa or their family or their desires, cars, whatever it is, how does someone, I guess, flip off that switch for Gashmias and tap into just Ruchmias and Hashem? There's only one option. If you know that there's a creator to this world, we have no problems whatsoever in this world. For every single thing, I can explain to you how it works. But I'll give you an example. First thing, I left university and I went to learn a yeshiva. So, when I left the yeshiva, people asked me, what? You're leaving all your success and you're moving into yeshiva. I as a footman, I'm just adding that the rabbi was an excellent student. He had wonderful grades. I mean, 
הייתי לומד, היה לי חמוכוניות, הייתי גר בדירה. When I was in university, I studied, I had a car, I lived in a nice apartment. Successful in my tests. <laughs> And I was also, I was also... <laughs> The other student just asked me, Tommy, what do you take all the time to be so happy? <laughs> what are you taking? <laughs> I said, well, because I don't take anything, that's why I'm happy. Mm. I was lacking nothing. success. <laughs> So people couldn't understand what I was doing and I told them if a person throws away and he casts away a sack filled with gold, so obviously I found instead a sack filled with diamonds, expensive and precious diamonds. I said according to your opinion that in university I have a sack of gold, but in my opinion, it's nonsense. It's, everything is nonsense. I had money. And I gave it to my brother in order to push him to get married. And people asked me, how are you giving up your money? What about you? My brothers asked me this question. I said to them, what, the creator of the world is going to give me a wife and I'm supposed to live with her on the street? If the creator is going to give me a wife, it's going to give me everything I need to get married. We can tell so many stories, but in short, when a person lives in the moon, he gets everything he needs. And every day I can tell you stories about how this manifests. <laughs> That's why I sing a non. I, I sing a song. It's either Oy Muna It's either faith or Genom. If you don't have faith, you live in Genom. Genom is hell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, those are the options.
So I, I'm a fan of the song, and uh, <laughs> I, I, it is so. So there's certain things in life that it's obviously, you know, everything that happens is is good. It's just sometimes hard to. It's difficult to see the good. So someone has a baby. It, it's it's a good thing. It's a bracha. And then if someone loses a baby, it's obviously meant to be, but it's it's a it's a big struggle. What what does you know the rub do or people who are living with such a muna, what, how do they deal with those type of challenges or even small challenges? <laughs> First of all, we need to define what is a moon. Okay, let's do it. Emuna. <laughs> Should I read it? Yeah, read it down there. Rosh Hashanah, Hashem always loves me, and oh. everything will always be good, and it will only get better and better. Oh, that's a moon. That's a moon. I Yesterday, I gave him. I gave a lesson in class. As I mounted at a I said this sentence. Amen. People answered me, Amen. I said to them, if I would say now, chair, will you say Amen? I'm going to say now, book, you're going to say Amen. I said to I said to them, I was telling you reality. Reality is that Hashem always loves me and everything will always be good and will only get better and better. It's a reality of the world. It's not a blessing. It's not a bracha that you answer Amen for it. Certainly, when a person lives this emuna, things will only get better and better. Why? When a person lives, every single moment he adds on more merits and more merits, and he has more merits every single ongoing moment. And certainly things are only going to get better. There's maybe one thing that people don't know. That I do tshuva, I repent on a daily basis. Just like our master and teacher and rabbi taught us, Rabbi Nachman, the son of Fege, you've got to do every single day an hour of Spodidus, which is an hour of tshuva, of repentance. Adam, 
כל יום תשובה. אבל עוד אלה הם עקויים. ‫שהדאמוס That will turn into a merit. So, all the transgressions that you did, even on purpose, will become positive merits. Every single day, he's gathering and collecting more and more merits. So certainly, it's only going to get better and better. What, Hashem gives punishments for no, for no reason? Ah, I feel like I'm going to help you. <laughs> I've opened a book in the Garden of Emuna. Right. True, there are things that we don't understand. Rabbi Nachman of Vesev was certainly a full and complete tzaddik, a righteous man. And even so, he lost two sons at a young age. Rabbi Meir Balanes was a great, great tzaddik, a holy tana. He lost two sons. Rabbi Yochanan, he was a holy tana. He lost ten sons, and they were certainly complete righteous people. They're things that we don't understand. אז כמו שהצדיקים קיבלו את הבעיה בגמורה. לכן כשאדם חי באמונה, רק טוב יהיה לו, אם העולם עושה שיהיה משהו נורמגון, אדם מאמין And if the creator of the world does to him things that are understood, okay, a person who believes accepts this with complete emuna. My granddaughter. My son, my daughter-in-law, the whole family, they came back years ago from the Baba Sali and they were in a car accident. They all were wounded and I lost my two-year-old granddaughter. 
So thank Hashem, the whole family is healed, but the granddaughter that I lost, I accept it with a mula, which is what Hashem wanted. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Pagashti mishu beberamach. Asa amani. Nihar asana vachet. Nishmechaste lehar. I met someone at David Hamelech who came up to me and said to me, I want to ask your forgiveness. I said to him, listen, I don't know what you're going to ask me, but I really forgive you. He said to me, no, no, I want to explain. He said to me, I thought you were always happy because everything in your life always went well. And only when I saw that you remained happy even after your granddaughter passed away, then I realized that the reason you are happy is because you received things with Ramona. So I'd like to apologize for what I initially thought. I went through many difficult trials in my life. There's not even time to elaborate. Thank Hashem, I received everything with Emunah. And I went to do his bodhidus, and I said to Hashem, I don't care about anything else in this world, only one thing, that I will always remain strong in my Emunah, in my faith. Smile. <laughs> wow. Can we discuss? Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I, we, I'm curious about the, the Emunah nation, and we have Ravelli here, Ravelli. Okay, so being a Baruch Hashem, a representative of Rav Shalom Arush and uh, Rav Dayan Elgod, being able to help promote what their message and Baruch Hashem, the concepts of Amuna, has changed my life. Uh, I didn't grow up like this uh, in you know Shemet Torah Mitzvahs also, and the books of the Rav very much helped me. The Garden of Amuna series, which all these things that, for example, this wonderful um, fridge magnet, or you put it on anything metal and saying, Amuna, Hashem loves me and everything will always be good and it will get better and better, is not just a saying that's, you know, it's cute and sticking on like a carb, you know, sticker or something like that. It's a life-changing concept. It really gives people courage and hope as I have the merit also to see from the meetings when we come on these special trips as well as during the year in the weekly classes, we see how much effect and that's why it's so important that we give access to our platforms as well as yours, because I feel that we're all on the same team. And we're honored to have you come, special Rabbi Yaakov Langer. And it's my honor. Inspiration for the nation, and the fact Mazel Tov and your 100,000 subscribers, and the fact that the, uh, you know, the whole group of, of Living Inspired is growing, as well as all the Jewish podcast platforms are growing. It means a lot to what you know, the Rubs will. And he's actually just opened up a book called A New Light, or Chodesh, which is all about Kasupim will. And this is something I personally also get a tremendous inspiration from the idea of increasing 
our ability to connect to the inner will of, of a Jew, of a person, of a human, and connect us to that essence that is filled with Amuna. So amunalive.com, breslov.com, these are the places where we have on all different you know, platforms, even now TikTok, we have a video that's gone viral. With Baruch Hashem, we have a family here, the, the Orish family, who are working hard to, uh, together to build what the Rav's legacy is and will continue to be, as well as all the institutes in Israel where they are first-hand helping hundreds of people with their learning and their kollel, with the, all the different, from, as the Rabbani always says, she's here as well, from three, age three, all the way to, uh, you know, to the old age home. They have facilities to help um, the Jewish people in Yushalayim, throughout Israel, and the amount of people that are coming to the Rav and to the Svarim, to the books, it's a tremendous influence and changing experience, life-changing experience for the good. So we want to grow that. We believe that it's universal. It's not just for the Jewish people. This is a message which is global. And that's why we say Amuna Global. We want it to become a global phenomenon, just like we have so many other phenomenons in the world. And inspiration together with Amuna is something which I personally very much believe in. And uh, I'm honored that I have the ability to work with the Rav and to make these trips. Last night, for example, we had over 1,200 people in Brooklyn we had the most unbelievable Shabbaton in the Syrian community. Apparently there were another 800 people watching on a, on a screen, as well as the live platforms. Um, there was issues of audios, which I'm sure you can relate to. Yeah, yeah, happens. There's always these challenges. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Mm-hmm. I just saw that the Gedalia just posted a, a better version. We'll hopefully get ours up, Gedalia Fenster. So just sometimes there's miniot, but you know, there's preventations to what we're doing. But the key is that we're still going ahead and there are many students of the Rav who are now also giving over Muna over the last few years. We've seen them all also grow and it's something which is a global reality. And we thank um, Rav Shalom Orish for giving us time like this to do it in a conversation as well as all the classes are going to give the rest of this trip. And by the, by the point this goes live, um, you can watch them online. For example, everything's going to be recorded and if visually we don't get it, we'll have the audio and the, the power of podcasts. And even if, if you don't get it, thank you, Hashem. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing, it's with a Muna, and that's the key, that's, that changes the whole experience, because now it's not ego, it's not professionalism, it's trying to do Hashem's will. Right. And that's a different way of working, because I grew up in the entertainment industry, and I saw the stars, like Eric Clapton and the Paul McCartney, all these very well-known people, but they are focused on the, their own success, yeah. and it's amazing to see that um, you know this is this is for the soul of humanity. This is going to help us deal with everything. Yeah, I can tell you, I'm English yeah. by birth. Yeah, I'm Yekish. We like. Yeah. <laughs> I came to the Rav, and I learned to be easy flowing, yeah. accepting things with Muna. You know, <laughs> you don't control anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I I want to know, and this is a question for the Rav that that what's very popular in America now, I'm sure in Israel. You know, people you know who are watching can see Ravelli's hat. It says "Thank you, Hashem." There's there's a few "Thank you, Hashem" movements, uh, but but why is the Rav? Why would the Rav think that that thanking Hashem is becoming ever more popular today? Uh, I mean, 
I'm, I'm saying all of this with the absolute modesty. I merited to insert the whole concept of gratitude into the world. Hashem merited me to write several books about gratitude, and they've been accepted worldwide. Millions and millions of booklets being spread out about the concept of gratitude. Certainly you have to say thank you for everything. But the Chiddush is, is that you've got to say thank you also for the difficult things, for the agony, for the hardships, for the torments. You've got to say thank you even if a person can't find a soulmate, even if a person is going through a difficult situation, and so on. Even then, you've got to say thank you. And you've got to say thank you for half an hour every single day for those things. Fifteen minutes? In the book, The Garden of Gratitude, I said you have to do it for 30 minutes. And in the book, The Wonders of Gratitude, I said you've got to do it for 30 minutes. And in the book, I said thank you and so miracles. I also, you've got to say it for half an hour. I have a booklet called The Law of Gratitude, and then I wrote, you've only got to say it for 15 minutes. <laughs> But I added that you've got to say another eight consecutive times, chapter 100 in Tehillim, Mizmor the Torah. Does thanking Hashem for the hardships in life get easier if someone does it so constantly? Certainly. Certainly, the minute he says thank you to Hashem, he lives the reality of Hashem and he acknowledges the fact that Hashem did this and it's for the better good. And at that moment, there's no more judgment on him anymore. On the contrary, by saying thank you, he pulls upon himself great mercy. That's why I wrote a book, I said thank you and saw miracles, that has in it 119 stories. If I'd keep on writing, I took over Every, every day I could write another volume because so many stories come to me every single day. I gave examples. But if I wanted, I could publish every, very, every time, every short time, another book and another book. 
יכולת קשה לך ויגיד לך, גם אני אמרתם תודה ולא שאלתם. And even if people would call you, they can tell you even now, people will tell you, if you publish your number, I said thank you and I saw miracles. Wow. Smile. Wow. <laughs> I even translate smile. <laughs> I, I like translating the smile. <laughs> it, so we, we covered a lot of ideas in this conversation and, and definitely for someone who's, I guess, new to a lot of these ideas, maybe don't have much faith or struggling with faith, but let's say they're watching this now. It, it, obviously, it would, it would probably be best for their life to do everything we're talking about, but we'll, let's say they wanted to start somewhere. We said, spoke about thinking Hashem, we spoke about Hispodidus, we spoke about um, you know, this idea that, that Amun means Hashem loves me. What's, what's one idea that we could, that, that the, someone could start with? Okay, you want something to start with. כבוד הרב, שואלים שאלה כזאת. יאב דיבר, דיברנו על הרבה נושאים, דיברנו על אמונה, על תודה, על קבלת הדברים. אם עכשיו היה אדם שהוא מתחזק באמונה, והוא רוצה להתחיל עם דבר אחד, מה היה הדבר הראשון, הדבר המרכזי שהרב אומר לו להתחיל איתו? לדבר עם השם בלי שום תוכנית. Speaking to Hashem without any plan. אני, מה אתה, כל השני אומר. All the years I see. If you believe in Hashem, you speak to Him. And if you don't speak, you don't believe. You believe in the Creator, start speaking. I know that you're going to have thoughts that are going to disturb you. But you're supposed to say to the Creator, Creator, I want to believe in you. I want to have a Muna in you. Help me. You're the one who gives a Muna. What, do I have a Muna for myself? It's a gift that Hashem gave me, a Muna. כל יום תתחיל לדבר מורה לפחות ארבע שעה ביום. So every day start speaking to the Creator at least for 15 minutes a day. תגיד תודה. Say thank you. תבקש מה שאתה רוצה. Ask what you want. תן לי כסף. Give me money. מה שאתה רוצה. Whatever you want. תתרגל, תתרגל לדבר מורה. As long as you get used to speaking to the Creator. That will strengthen you in Emunah. And you will also ask things from the Creator and He'll do what you ask for. And it will strengthen you in Emunah. This formula, it builds your Emunah. חשוב ללמוד את הספר בגן ירונה, חובה ללמוד אותו. And it's very important to learn the book, The Garden of Amunah. You're obligated to learn it. You have to. So, I'd imagine that... חשוב שכבודו יספר על עצמו, שכבודו קבע מה זה קרה. 
להיות תלמיד חכם. The rabbi wants me to tell my story. Uh, I was serving at a very young age. Before even I was steady, I was a Dayan, I was Rosh Kodlo, I had a Kehila. We are, we are. In Rehovot, in okay. Israel, in Rehovot. And uh, when I was a young Avrech, I got the book, A Garden of the Moon. I tried to work with it on my own, but obviously I'm, uh, I really had problems, so I need a rabbi. And then I, I, I was upset. Hold on, I'm curious what type, like give us an example of something that you struggled with. I, no, so when I became a rabbi, I felt that my neshama died. I felt I was really going into an Amuna crisis. I felt that I wasn't, I was davening, I was mumbling the words. I felt I had no connection to Hashem. That except for knowledge and accumulating knowledge and passing the knowledge onwards, I wasn't even from. In other words, I was a non-from rabbi. That's what I felt. I felt I had no connection with my neshama. Like you were just doing everything because you had to. I was doing everything because I had to, and I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. I wasn't happy. And then I went to meet the Rav, and I boarded together with the Rav, and I, as the Apostle says in Shira Shiri, Matzati Nafshi, I found that, that my soul loved, and I bonded, I bonded with the Rav, and I became a Jew again. And I remember when the Rav asked me to move to Yerushalayim, so I said to him, I have to ask my wife. And, and I went to my wife, and my wife, I didn't know what she was going to say. My wife was so delighted. She says, oh, you're finally going to be from again. You're finally going to be Jewish again. And she was the one who pushed me. And, and it literally, I'm talking about myself. It changed my life. I, I, I'm, I'm FFB. I'm from, from birth. I was a rabbi. I was a dying. And the Rav's book and the Rav's path, it changed my life. Again, I, I'd just like to specify in, in, in front of the Rav, I, I'm no tzaddik. And there are many things that I know that I've got to work on. But the difference is, at least I know what I've got to do. And I'm happy where I am. And I'm connected. I'm connected to Hashem. I feel alive again. I also want to mention Bukovado uh, and to honor to, to the Rav and to Rav Dayan Elgrod that he comes on these trips with Mr. Snapish to join the Rav. And what's so special is that they have years of Chavusa together. So what you're witnessing now is a translation, but beyond that, it's a Chavusa. It's an energy between two souls who learn over 10 years together weekly and they help thousands of people. We're talking about thousands of questions that come through, and it's with Mesiris Nefesh that we come on these trips because they're leaving behind a huge kihila, hundreds and hundreds of family. Maybe we can get a bit more information yeah. on that. And before I do that, yeah. to I'm just like, I'm a Talmud. I really am a student. In other words, I'm not a translator. This is, I'm a rabbi, I'm a dayan, I teach. I, I don't translate, I don't, this is a profession, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm connected so much to Rav. The Rav has changed my life. It's changed the life of my whole family. My whole family, everything is different. I don't know where I would be if I wouldn't become closer to the Rav. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what would happen to me. I don't know where I'd be. And you did have connection with many other Gedolim and Tamil All my and, life, I grew yeah. up with Gedolim Yisrael. I got my Rabbonus, my Dayonus from Gedolim Yisrael. Till today, I have a connection with the greatest Rabbonim of the generation. And it, it's not enough. I, for I have one Rav, one Rabbi. I tell this, they all know it. I have one Rabbi, and that's Rabbi Arashe. He's my only Rabbi. He is my Rabbi. Do you remember the moment that it, like, that it shifted or clicked for you? Uh... The moment that it shifted or clicked, when I, when I met the rabbi for the first time in person, and it's like, we started speaking, and I was like, oh, this is what I wanted. I, I can't explain to you, you've got to read the book, The Garden of the Moon, and things that are written so simply, but so real, it's so real. So many from people are disconnected from the moon, and the moon is something that applies not only to Jews and to from Jews, but to non-Jews also. 
we are all obligated to believe that there's a creator to this world. And people today don't know what emuna is. They don't know. And the rabbi, he took this really complex, this really complex issue and he simplified it so that even the layman can understand how to practice it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and that's why we thank you again for giving us this platform. Sure, no, it's, but it is. Because the point now, we're accessing a light that's in our nation, a gift. We can bring him here in person and people are meeting with him non-stop till we leave. Um, but at the same time, he has a legacy, he has, thank God, an ability in our studio in Yushalayim, and you're always welcome, by the way. Sure. And we're doing classes. Yeah, I've seen it, I've watched every stuff online. Yeah, we've had this in Black and Summer Cats and Eating Cats and, you know, the long list of guests. And we'd love to have you as well. And any of your, your Hevra are always welcome to join us in Yushalayim. But just the ability to connect to, to, to thousands of people, this special light that's unique. But at the same time, it's Das Torah. It's from the Yiddishkeit. It's from the, it's, it's all with Haskamot. It's from the Gedolei Ador. I'd, I'd just like to give yeah. one last example of the permission of Rav. Before I came close to the Rav, I was a very arrogant person, a very angry person. <laughs> the Rav laughs because the Rav knows who I was before. <laughs> I was absolutely non-tolerant. I had no patience for mistakes and my mouth was this deadly weapon that I used. Now, I've been with Elliot in several tours. I don't think I'm the same person anymore. In other words, I'm... Yeah, Rob... if he's able to put up with me. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. The, the Rav has changed me on a personal basis. I've changed. I saw us. Non-Jews come to me. Priests. They have congregations of a hundred thousand disciples. They bought the book, The God Never Muna, and they changed everything because of one book. Every single day we send them travel in Shabbat to correct, to amend the world through the kingship. And that all the human beings, all those of flesh, those created of flesh, all human beings, shall call your name out. You can do that easily. If everyone would spread the book of the God never moon it. To non-Jews and Jews alike, everyone would connect to Hashem and call Hashem's name. And I myself have got hundreds of thousands of students who are non-Jews. And if we just spread the books out, people would connect to Hashem and stop calling His name. You're reminding me, when I was learning in Yeshiva in Yerushalayim, I, I don't remember, it's a long story, but I, I ended up, I was in uh, two people, I think they're both Christian, they're both very religious. And we're in the, I was in their house. And we saw in the bookshop the Garden of Amuna, and I, I'm not used to Christians having the Garden of Amuna, and they're like, of course we have that. And it was like very obvious for them, and I'm like, oh, wow. Wow. 
איך יכול להיות? אמרו לי, מה זה ברור? ברור שהספר בגן האמונה צריך להיות בבית שלנו. Tens of thousands of goyim who took away and cast away their crosses. They believe in the Creator. They do an hour of his bodhidus every day. And all the time non-Jews come to the rabbi's house and they bow down to the rabbi. I can testify to that. It's unbelievable. It's like this. My sons tell them, no, no, the rabbi doesn't allow. But they say, no. They start crying out of excitement. They say, you changed my whole life. We can bring the world closer to Emuna. Rabbi Nachman of Bresler writes in the Kutim Moran, No. No, that the main reason we're still in exile is because of the lack of emunah. We can bring redemption to the Spread out the garden of emunah. First of all to the Jews. That everyone would learn what it means to be a Jew. One of the main managers of uh, the organization called Hidabrut, which is a massive organization yeah, in Israel yeah, which course. deals with Kairu, he came closer to me. His name is Nir Garami. He's the vice CEO. Yeah, Hidabrut is huge. Yeah, massive. Yeah. He learned the book, The Garden of Gratitude. It's really the fourth time that he's learned it. And he goes from place to place and he speaks about it. I'd just like to add, he was in our yeshiva and he gave a talk to the whole yeshiva telling them how we came closer to the rock. Everyone heard this, this little secret. I wish that all the yeshivas, all the koilim, all the schools would all learn the books. The Garden of Imuna, the Garden of Gratitude, the Garden of Wisdom, the Garden of Education. The learning. I said, I said, thank you, and I saw, and I saw miracles. All the books, and they will all concentrate around Imuna. I wish. <laughs> Well, I pray for this all the time. I say that every person has got to be good. 
Niato. How does a person become good? You learned a book. You changed your whole life. Go give out these books to other people. Before I had books, what did I do? Day and night I went and I taught people in Muna. Everyone has to be good. Give out, distribute. Say classes, distribute. Teach a Muna. I'll have a link in the show notes so people could uh, get the book. Amazing. Yeah, breastlab.com and amunalive.com. I just want to give a big thanks to Rabbi Yaakov Langer and his platform, Living Inspired. Follow, subscribe, Living Machayim, and Inspiration for the Nation. Is that correct? Yes, you got it. Great. And I want people to go there, subscribe. They should. They just got 100,000 miles or but we want them to have a million. Amazing. Grow, grow, grow. Keep doing this. He's doing this, Hashem Shemayim. And not only that, it's a big miracle. We're witnessing the fact that Rav Osh was able to return this year to the United States, New York, and be able to speak so well because there was a time we weren't even sure this trip would be. Wow. We have to thank Hashem with open mouth and open heart that Rav Oish is with us, speaking so clearly, and the Rav is able to and is able to translate so beautifully, and you're so beautiful in your questions and interview and conversation. And we hope all these kind of podcasts, including yours, which go strength to strength. We give a big blessing. We would like to hear a bracha from the Rav for what you're doing. Ah, if Anyone can obtain my books. You just go into my website, breastlift.co.il or breastlift.com. You can see that you can buy the books in 30 languages and you can just start spreading them out to the whole world. Mind festival to bless all of you and all the people who listen to this podcast. That I should give you full and complete emuna, happiness, happiness in life, healing of the soul, healing of the body. Amen. You'll find your soulmates this year. You'll have peace, you'll have domestic peace and tranquility. Boys and girls will be righteous people. And lots and lots of men. And you'll see the biggest gift in the world. That every day will have an hour with boy to do properly and completely. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank Amazing. you very much. Okay.